You're listening to the Boogeyman's Closet Podcast. Explicit language and spoilers ahead. You've been warned. And we are back for yet another episode of The Boogeyman's Closet. As always, I am Mike Alvarez. Maurice Kilfer. And I love Mia Skarsgård. <laughs> we are kicking off our new month of What a Twist with uh, episode 193, Barbarian from 2022. It's an hour and 42 minutes, directed by Zach Krieger. Uh, we mainly know him from The Whitest Kids You Know, but he also did a movie called Miss March. I also want to say on record that Maurice and I have never watched The Whitest Kids You Know. You guys got homework. That's mm-hmm. such a funny show. Your homework list has got you in, like, detention for the next three years, oh, yeah. so yeah. I want to hear it. Hey, I'm slowly making my way through it. I just finished uh, catching up with Reserva- Reservation Dogs. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we'll get to the cast here. We have uh, Tess as our main character, played by Georgina Campbell. We would know her from Freak, Black Mirror, Krypton, Wildcat, Otherkin, and Bird Box Barcelona. Uh, Keith, played by Bill Skarsgård. He was in Hemlock Grove, Atomic Blonde. Meow. It, <laughs> it Chapter 1 and 2, Deadpool 2, Castle Rock, The Eternals, and John Wick Chapter 4. Then we have AJ, played by Justin Long, who I gotta say now, going I went into this movie originally completely blind. I didn't even oh, know he was in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so like when I saw him, I, I thought we went to a different movie. <laughs> no, I I only knew that Bill Skarsgård was in it. Yeah, I, I did not know Justin Long. I love Justin Long. He um, was Tut Tut, Mr. Tusk. Exactly. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's a scream queen. I love him. He is. But uh, he was in Galaxy Quest, Jeepers Creepers 1 and 2, Ed, Dodgeball, Idiocracy, Zack and Mary Make a Porno, which is one of my favorite roles of his. Uh, Drag Me to Hell, Tusk, and F is for Family, which if you guys have not watched, it is totally worth your time. Um, then we have The Mother, played by Matthew Patrick Davis. He was in Veronica Mars, Days of Our Lives, Henry Danger, and American Dad. Then we have Frank, played by Richard Brake. He's in Death Machine, Batman Begins, Doom, Hannibal Rising, Halloween 2, Detention. The, the Kingsman. The Kingsman. Uh, Thor of the Dark World, Game of Thrones. Bingo Hell. <laughs> That's Thir- a great movie. 31, which we covered on here. Mm-hmm. Mandy, which I would love to cover, cover on here. And the, the most recently, he was in The Monsters. Sure was. Which, you know, that movie did not get enough love. I really liked it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. And then we have Andre, played by James Butler. He was in Resident Evil, Mission Impossible 3, San Andreas, Point Break, Snowden, and The Kingsman. So we're going to go around the table and see what everyone thinks about this. Uh, Maurice, since you're the one that recommended it to me so many times, we're going to start with you. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I went to the theater and saw this when it came out, unlike some people, I know. Oh, I wanted to go so <laughs> bad. I was so pissed I missed it. I didn't see it either in the theater. Yeah, I was supposed to go with him, but I couldn't. Yeah, I went by myself, thanks. <laughs> no shame in that. No, there isn't. It's actually, sometimes it's better to go because you can, you know. Get Just focus. <laughs> Leave when you want to. Get there when you want to. Mm-hmm. That's how I saw Evil Dead Rise. It was the only one in the theater. Yeah. It was interesting. Um, I love this movie. I, and I was, as Mike said, was trying to get everyone to watch the movie after I saw it. Um, I don't think it was until HBO or Max, whatever, that you did see it, though, right? Yeah, it was uh, actually last Halloween. Yeah. I, I watched it the night before Halloween. 
I, I, I was like, you know, I want to watch some horror movies I haven't seen. And I'm scrolling through and I'm like, oh shit, Barbarian's on. <laughs> so I watched that. And I think I immediately texted you and was like, yeah. Dude, this is freaking awesome. Um, so what I love about it is when, it, you know, the, the previews first came out. They wanted to make you believe that Bill Skarsgård was the big bad. Mm-hmm. They made it way too obvious. Yep. Um, so they played it off really well. Too. Yeah, I mean, there was you know there were times in it when they're like, oh, okay, he's got, this is what, uh, no, oh, 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 God, this is why we can't have nice things. That's why we can't yep. have cats. I don't know why I got southern all of a sudden. <laughs> and we're gonna have to take a break. Cat just spilled drinks, and we're back. Okay. So everyone thought that Bill Skarsgård was going to be the big bad. And it had its moments where it made you believe. You know, they kept on teasing. But I think it was way too obvious. Yeah. So I knew he wasn't going to be. Um, they had me fooled. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. Uh, and then when the twisted happened, you definitely don't see that. Like, <laughs> like you knew something was going on. Yeah. But you didn't know who, what. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they did very good with that twist. Um Overall, the whole movie was good. Justin Long's in it. He's good. I mean, the whole cast was good. Oh, yeah. Um, Richard Brake was a... Uh, he was a, Fucking a, creep. a creep as usual. Oh, God, I um, love him as a villain. Yeah, well, that's all he ever plays as villains, I think. The Munsters, he was kind uh, of an okay guy. That's true, that's true. <laughs> but, no, I, I really like this movie. Uh, it's, you know, it's not super long, and... The part that got me, though, the biggest twist to me is when they cut to Justin Long, because when I was in the theater, I was like, did they cut out and put the wrong movie on? Right. That's kind of the same reaction I had watching it. I thought I, like, I wasn't paying attention, because I looked out at my phone, and I looked back up, and there's Justin Long, and I'm like, what happened? What, did I miss something? And, and, and you know, Justin Long's character, AJ, I'm like, you know, everyone's dropping him, and I'm like, oh, we're in this new world where we're guilty until proven innocent, and then he's... Drunk, talked to his friend. Mm-hmm. Well, did you I do kind it? Kind of. Well, well kind yeah, of I, kind of, I was like, all right, you maybe look like an asshole now. <laughs> but you know, I I really liked the way they played with that whole like, is he or isn't he guilty? You know, much like in the beginning, they kind of play with the whole thing with Bill Skarsgård. Is like, is he or isn't he a creep? Right. Because you know. because when he's getting the news, like he really looks shocked. Yeah. No, he looks. He, he plays innocent very well. Yeah. Like he was buying like. You know, he could have been, you know, that generic, what? No. Yep. But he had a very serious, no, like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Maybe in his mind, he didn't feel like it was rape. I think that's kind of what they were getting at. Because, yeah. Because, like, he he persuaded. Is how yeah, he when he tells yeah. his buddy, yo, bro, like, be real with me. Like, those fucking douche nonsense. Well, I may have mm-hmm. had to persuade her. He, well, he's like, oh, I'm persistent dude, okay? Yeah, I'm persistent. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're really a stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and here I was just trying to stick up for it, even though I know. Right. No, but, but dude, like, I, was, I was in the same boat as you when they first introduced the character. They made it very believable that he was, he could be innocent. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, again, a testament to the writing and the acting. Yeah. But he's a good actor, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, you know, everything, is, you know, the whole movie's good. The beginning, middle, end. Mm-hmm. Um, the musical choices. <laughs> the musical choices. <laughs> the um, score is beautiful. But uh, I, It's I, so creepy. I, I love the, the, you know, the uh, Be My Baby by the Ronettes at the end. At the end, yes. <laughs> that was perfect. 
Um, I mean, there's a lot of, about the movie that's not really believable. You gotta, you gotta turn off your brain. Like, she would. Not, I mean, if some if a guy was in there, she would not have walked in the house. You know, though they they do try to explain that away in the conversation. I know, but so no girl. I would not. No girl. Fuck no. No girl in this day and age is gonna go in that. House. Not she's, in she's that area. Go in her car and call the place and see what the hell's going on. Right. Well, she tried that. And no one answered. Right, yeah. but she would have done it in her... She, I mean, I'm just saying, she would have never gone in the house. I don't think. Some right. girls are different. I don't know. I can't speak for them all. I speak for me, and I would not have fucking gone in that house. <laughs> even for Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> well, even this, for a Skarsgård. I mean, that's wow. probably the reason why she did go in. Yeah, it was a Skarsgård. I mean, I think I would have went. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> No, um, so, I don't know. I mean, not that it's not believable, but I feel like this day and age, it's right. probably not going to happen, but you got to make the movie move. Mm-hmm. Movie's got a movie. Movie's got a movie, so, yeah, overall, I enjoy it. I, like, I, I already did. I recommend it to everyone that would, anyone that would listen. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm glad I get a little knock for recommending movies, and they're not good, or... Hey, I've no, told this one... I have legit told people before, if you recommend a movie to me, I, I tend to watch it as soon as I can, because you've yet to steer me wrong. Even the ones where I'm like, you're full of shit, that's gonna suck, it looks crappy, and then I watch it and I'm like, well, I'll be damned. Will you please recommend Incident in a Ghost Land to him, please? <laughs> that's on my list, I'm I swear. I'm trying to get him to watch it. Watch Sp- it, and then tell alert. him. I haven't watched it. Jesus. I can't recommend I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I do really want to see it though. Like I so did watch I. the trailer at least. I did look that up. I, I so. I've honestly been trying to catch up on this, these TV shows I've been behind on on my couple weeks off. So yeah, I'm I'm trying with the TV. It's shows. only like an hour and thirty minutes. I know, I know, but that's like four episodes of something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly making my way through it. But, well, Susie, we'll toss it over to you. What are your thoughts on Barbarian? Well, thank you for asking, Mike. <laughs> um, so, Barbarian. Watching it critically, it is really just a movie about a mother who is looking for her children. Yeah. And about how how the homeless man really is the person that you should trust mm-hmm. in all situations and not in all situations because he kind of he misleads him at the end he went about it the wrong way <laughs> you probably shouldn't chase after a girl tell her not to go in the house or come yeah, back you, out you here. shouldn't run not in going. that area so i did some research mm-hmm. and that is one of the worst suburbs of detroit yep um i kind of fell down a rabbit hole after you, could, you can tell but I, I feel like that's where don't breathe took place yeah I, is it yeah, yeah. I, I believe so same okay. street, even. Yeah, I think I think it is because I, I know it was Detroit. It was actually like a lot of the photos I found online are mm-hmm. houses that are in mm-hmm. the movie. Um, but I sometimes I do that. I just I'm like, hmm. I'm very interested in like the dilapidation of like buildings and communities. Right. And dilapidation isn't the right word, but whatever. <laughs> go just um, go downtown. So okay, it's not really about a mother's love. I totally fucked that up. <laughs> I was much more believable when I did it in the last time I tried to be like, do we ever know ourselves in high school? Um, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't even watch the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think Maurice recommended it to me. And if you did, I don't remember, so I'm sorry. If I did, she ignored it. 
<laughs> I did, but then the only thing I knew is that Bill Skarsgård was in it, and mm-hmm. I love me a Skarsgård. Yep. And I thought he was going to be the big star, and he was going to be the baddie, the big baddie. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like it's one movie, and th- it's it's three different movies all put together. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you have the beginning with Tess and Keith, mm-hmm. then you have AJ, and then in the middle of AJ, we have Frank's story. Yep. And then we go back to AJ and Tess. AJ is just a fucking douche nozzle. Yes, he mm-hmm. is. Like, he does play innocent really well. Mm-hmm. But that whole... I looked at it like this. I really did suspect that he was guilty from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Because it's that Hollywood... Oh, AJ, baby, how you doing? Oh, mama, <laughs> kiss, kiss, hug, hug, suck, suck. <laughs> so I, I kind of expected him to be guilty. And then he goes back. So he is... They don't explicitly say it, but, like, he's like, hey, derogatory term for a gay person. Yeah. I'm back in town. Like, he just, he's so misogynistic and just an asshole. But at the start of his character, we didn't know that. That's right. Because when we first see him, he does, he's playing. He really does. Yeah, he's playing it as very innocent. So there is that question of, like, "Mm, what's going on here? I think the score is beautiful. Mm. You got them titties. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are some. uh, Those prosthetics. Prosthetics. Ooh. Boy, oh boy, Saying oh boy. it was a man that played her. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike, you you were around for hot dog tits. Like, oh, yeah. Those are some <laughs> hot dog tits. Those were, I'm pretty sure that uh, she was putting them right down in that pit for them to feed on. Um, The thing that I really, really liked about this is that unlike a movie, and I know we've had many conversations about I Spit on Your Grave and movies like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't show the torture. They don't show the rape. Right. You see the room with the bloody mattress, which, um, hello, AJ, you can't, hello. <laughs> I and know, he I sits and he's like, ew. Like, yeah, now you got, like, dead girl mm-hmm. DNA on you. But it doesn't show you even at the very end when yeah. he's looking through the videotapes. You only hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And you see the look of disgust. <laughs> and then when Frank's interlude he- comes in... And you see him buying, he's like, haven't had the baby yet. Yeah. Just so, like, monotone. He's just so freaky. And then he follows the woman and turns the water on and purposely yep. unlocks the window. Well, and I like how it doesn't show Frank actually attacking anyone. It shows him... It Preparing. shows how he prepared, yes. Mm-hmm. And we hear that he already has a victim when that scene, that scene ends. We hear the screams, yes. but that's all. Yeah. Yes. You know, so everything is left up to your imagination as far as, like, you know what he's going to do, you know how he's going to do it, but you're not going to see it. So, I like that. With that said, actually, no. I want you to... Mike, what do you think of this? I, <laughs> in case you guys didn't know, I love this movie. Yeah, no. Love, love, love it. I, I want to say one thing before Mike goes, though. Yeah, go for it. Would you have taken the bottle or the other? <laughs> the other. I would have taken yep. the bottle. Yep. Yeah. Even I, though she, it, even though she was like, "This is this is really warm semen," oh. because he was bedridden at the end. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it was semen in that bottle. No, I mean, but the way she gagged, like, yeah, oh, it was probably not. The I, best. I, I would have taken the bottle over the teat. Yeah, yeah, I don't want the teat. Like if that girl's like, do it. I'm probably gonna do it. Because well, yeah, because you've been down. There. You've been down here longer than me, <laughs> right. bitch. You know the rules. Right. Yeah. I'm going to play along because there's a fucking monster out there. (laughs) 
But yeah, no, I I really like this movie. I, I've said multiple times uh, the reason that uh, From Dust Till Dawn is one of my favorite movies is because of the hard turn. Where it's mm. like you're watching the movie and it's like, oh, it's this cool heist movie and then suddenly fucking vampires! You know, and I love it when a movie can successfully do that. And this film definitely does that. Where it's like it starts off as this creepy, like game of cat and mouse almost between Tess and Keith and the whole time you're wondering like is he a killer what's especially when they get down into the basement and they actually get into the tunnels and he disappears I got shit to say about that but oh, I'm, definitely gonna, I'm gonna let you finish <laughs> but like the way he's acting it very much feels like an act like he's trying to lure her deeper into the basement yeah and it's very unsettling and very creepy so you know with that I I really was impressed because when the turn happens, I did not see that coming at all. In fact, when it when it does happen, I audibly was like, what the fuck is that? I'm going to pause for one moment. Um, yeah, so we are coming back after an interruption yet again from cats. Damn pussy. <sighs> always, always wanting attention. Yeah, so it's always those pussy interruptions. <laughs> um, so where was it? Basically, I was just saying how much I enjoyed this film um, and how it successfully tricked me when uh, when the twist happened. I did not see it coming and was very shocked by it. Um, bam, bam, <laughs> bam. That scared the crap out of me. But it's, I, I fucking love it. And again, I, I told you guys off the air, but I didn't know that this was directed by Zach Krieger. I didn't know it was written by him. So again, it's like, it just proves how interlinked comedy and horror are. There's mm-hmm. so many great comedians that do really creepy horror movies. I, 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 except for, uh, what's his name, who screwed up Halloween? Who's a Oh, um, Danny, oh McBride. Danny McBride. Yeah, Danny McBride needs to keep his fingers out of horror. He's he's fucked up that. He fucked up Alien Covenant. Like, he needs to keep it out. Because everyone blames, uh, what's Is his that? name? The director for... Uh, the Shocker? David, what's Turn his name? Pain. Green? Uh, Green, yeah, I think so. What's his first name? I can't remember. The guy directed the... Uh, yeah, everyone's blaming him, yeah, but it's like Danny McBride was one of the main writers, yeah, so... Right, because he's doing the new Exorcist movie. He's directing that. Danny so. McBride? No, no, no the no, guy no. that directed the... Because <laughs> I make the sign of the cross. See, here's the thing. Danny McBride in comedic roles and his comedic writing is really fucking good. Like, I don't know if you guys are watching The Righteous Gemstones at all, but that mm-hmm. is one of my favorite shows on... on TV. It's fucking hilarious, and he is really good in it. Well, you should stick um, to comedy, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I every time I see him in a comedic role, I love him. We talked about him on this very show in uh, what is it? This is the end. Yes, and and he was fucking hilarious in that movie. Him in horror, I, we should have known after Alien Covenant. We gave him another shot with Halloween. He fucked that up too. Yeah. <laughs> but look, we have another uh, comedian turned horror director later this month with Jordan Peele. Yeah. So I mean, it's just. There's a lot of a lot of in- intricacies between horror and comedy. But Jordan Peele's good at it. So is Zach Krieger. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like the, I'm not talking about Danny McBride. I'm talking about I Zach just Krieger. wanted to highlight <laughs> yes. Jordan Peele. Well, we will be. Um, well, we did once. We already saw Get Out. We'll be covering us later this month. Yep. But yeah, overall, huge fan. I cannot wait for Krieger's next film. Uh, I know nothing about it other than it's called Weapons. Um, and oh. it stars Pedro Pascal. Yes, I so, heard about that. I am. He's all so in. hot right now. <laughs> I know you guys were all about Skarsgård. I don't know. Pedro um, gets me a little of a clumped. I've loved him since Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the Red Viper. 
Oh, man. But, yeah, so I think we're all in agreement. I have a feeling this whole month we're going to all be in agreement on liking most of the movies. Well, we hope. We hope, yes. There's a, there, there's at least one that I haven't watched in a while. But, uh, so, basically, for, for anyone who doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about, we've already just ruined a whole bunch of Can stuff. Can I give it in a nutshell? Yeah, Can you tell it. me if it's okay? I'm going to, guys, this is... You're going to do the plot. I'm going to try to do the plot. Woman goes to Detroit for a very lucrative job interview. Mm-hmm. Rents Airbnb, finds a scars guard in said Airbnb, mm. already occupied, falls asleep. Or no, I'm sorry. Let me back that up. Finds a scars guard. She's very hesitant. Very bad neighborhood in Detroit. Tries to call get a hotel. There's some kind of medical convention. How convenient. So then he keeps trying to push tea on her and then wine. So you think, hmm, is he trying to roofie her? Mm -hmm. So then, no, they have a jolly old time and she goes to bed, like, with her, like, little gingers blossoming, thinking that there's going to be some kind of tingling going on. (laughs) Wakes up in the middle of the night because someone opened her door. He is having a nightmare, yells, help me, help me, help me, asks him if he opened the door. She says no. Fast forward, job interview, back home, creepy basement. She gets locked in the basement, is like, how the fuck am I going to get out? Conveniently leaves her cell phone. This is more of a summary of the whole movie. Mm. Oh, yeah. So then, (laughs) all right. So Skarsgård is there. Then, fast forward, gets stuck in the basement. Creepy things happen. Skarsgård is there. Then he's not. Then we get Justin Long. He's driving a sports car. He's a big fuck face. He goes to the house because he owns it. And then hilarity ensues with breastfeeding. The end. So, okay, guys, we'll see you next week. With- <laughs> I, I literally had one sentence of the plot. <laughs> All right, Mike's going to stick to that part. <laughs> I just put a woman staying in an Airbnb discovers that the house she had rented is not what it seems. I was never good at the thesis <laughs> sentence. No, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, you basically did just explain how it opens. So where where she comes there and she it, it's already occupied the place she had rented. Now during this whole back and forth between the two of them, she's rather aggressive about it, which I find hilarious because she talks about how she was scared, and it's like yeah, but you came at him like you were gonna rip his dick off, like you were just pissed that he was in your house. Oh, I'd rip his dick off, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. He's like, hello. She's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I, I rented it. And, she's and he's like, like half asleep. Yeah. The poor guy is like just waking you know, up. She, she woke him up. First problem. Mm-hmm. You look around the neighborhood. Who the fuck is opening the door? Well, right. you didn't really notice the neighborhood. Cause it was yeah, they didn't he show noticed, you the neighborhood. He noticed the neighborhood. Because he saw it in the daylight. Because right. right. he, he flat out, he tells her, he goes, I don't know if you've seen this place in the daylight, but yeah. it's not the greatest neighborhood. So why the fuck is he opening the door? Well, because they're trying to make you feel like he's going to be the bad guy. Right. This is all leading up That's to him true. being the bad guy. That's true. Um, yeah, no, but again, I felt bad for him when he first wakes up because she's just like yelling at him. He's like, what are you talking? Who are you? He's like, I rented this place. And she's like, no, and shows him her phone like her right Airbnb, there. And he's like, no, I rented this on like lifestyles of the rich and famous dot com. <laughs> right. But yeah, she just it, it kind of struck me how like overly aggressive she was with him. Um, especially for someone who claims to have been so scared. Because later, after they're talking, she's like, well, you, you basically, you're living on easy mode. You're a guy. You know, we have it so much harder. And she's going on and on and on about how, like, 
you know, as a woman, I would never open the door. Like, you would just walk in here. You know, you would have, you'd have all the answers. And he's just like, uh, why did you come in? <laughs> She's like, because I ha- I needed the place. And it's like, but because wait a Because of plot reasons. You, you just yelled at him saying he's on easy mode. And now you're doing the same thing. Yeah, I, I have would- a... I was watching this with Kate, and she she she's not a fan of the movie. She really it's like, okay. I still like her, but I said about the basically the whole beginning. Like mm-hmm. she was like she would never go in there, and right? Like, but I said, yeah. But the problem is, if they don't do all this, then the movie never happens, right? Like That's or when true. she keeps on going back down to the basement, it's like and keep and keep in mind, like okay, the the main thing in this opening. Like, and again, all of us, anyone watching, and they want you to feel like this, are going, why are you going in the house? He, there's, he seems off. There's something wrong. Get the right. fuck out. It, it's Pennywise for Christ's sake. Right. They want you to feel like that. But they, they explain it all because they're like, okay, number one, she has a very lucrative job that she's trying to get. Basically wanting to work with a director that she admires. Two, she drove all the way to, from D.C. Yeah, a couple hour drive. And then she she even said, like, you know, first of all, she can't stay in her car because the area is so bad. And if you stay, I mean, clearly we see the next day the homeless man chasing her. Like, the area is bad, so if you stay in your car, chances are you're going to get hurt. All the local hotels are filled up because there's a medical convention in town. So it's like, well, what do you do? Now, here's this guy saying, look, you can stay in the bedroom. There's a lock on the door. I'll stay out on the couch. Basically telling her, like, what do you do at that point? Mm -hmm. Go for it. I had my hand raised in case you guys didn't see that. I already have a question. So she makes the comment about, I have a thing about clean sheets, which yeah. I appreciate. Same. How late did she get there? Yeah, it was already really late. So it seemed like it was really late, right? And then at one point in the in this very, like, exposition, mm-hmm. he mentions about how the laundry still has, what, like an hour and a half left or yeah. something? And she's like, okay. And he's like... I didn't want to open this bottle of wine because I thought that you would think that I thought I drugged you. And then I thought if I just, I which I appreciate I, I, that. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind yeah, of thought it was yeah. kind of adorable the way like, he went about that. Because he goes, I noticed you didn't drink the tea. And I totally understand that. You don't know me. And I made it for you. Right. So I figured I wanted to have some wine, but I didn't want you to not see me open it. Because I didn't want you to think maybe I would do something to it. I thought that was kind of sweet. So then fast forward... One bottle of wine, so either they have never had a drink in their lives, mm-hmm. or there was more than one unopened bottle of wine there, because they're like... I'm a lightweight when it comes to wine. If I have a couple glasses... Yeah, if I have a couple um, good glasses, I'm tipsy. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling good. The size of that bottle, though, Corey and I would have each gotten one and a half glasses. Corey and I also drink a lot of wine. That's a poor... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a big wine drinker. I'm not, That's yeah. a poor comparison. If I do drink it... Yeah. But yeah, I'm, he, I'm he seems like the kind... Well, he he's probably skinny, though, too. So. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, a little he's probably not man. used to drinking wine. He's probably drinking that... PBR. Probably, well, okay, let's be honest here. We find out more about both characters, and we, we find do. out that he is a... Wasn't, isn't he like a lion tamer? He's no, a he's, member of the he's, lion he's, tamers? He's part of a group. It was the Lion's Head or something like that. It's okay. basically an art collective. Because she talks about how the director is... The, during their back and forth, where she is blue, very... Blue jazz. Because he, right. he knows who the director is, and he knows what the movie's about. And right. And, she, and again, she's very rude to him, and call, right. basically calls bullshit. Like, in other words, I know more than you, like mm-hmm. that attitude. And then he, like, gives her details. She's like, I can't believe you saw that. Why would you see that? Which I take umbrage with, because I have had people hit me with that before. Like, well, why would you watch that? 
It's like, because it's a movie that looked interesting, why wouldn't I watch it? Like, what, what I'm not allowed to watch certain films? Like, nope. I've had ignorant people act like that toward me, which pisses me off. If there's a movie with a good cast, I'm going to watch it. I don't care what kind of... I'll watch a Western if it's a good Same. cast. I don't care yeah, what the a, movie's I'm about. I'm not a fan of Westerns. I, I actually like Westerns, but... <laughs> I'm just throwing... You know, I'm just yeah. saying, like... But no, that's the thing. Like, there, movies are for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Don't but, be a snob. Exactly. So she she rubbed me the wrong way a few times in this opening. But again, I appreciate what they were trying to do. Yes. Because they were trying to show that, like, not only is, is she a very strong character, but that while she is cautious, she's not afraid. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. I did like that about the character. Um, and, and, we no, know, and we know people like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But we, we find out real quick that uh, he's part of this art collective that the movie is actually going to be about. Because he goes, well, maybe you should interview me. And she's like, what do you mean? And he explains to her that him and his friends, like, they're part he's of this community. Spot. And that's the whole reason he's staying on that street. Because uh, on it was a Barber, Barbary Street. Heh, get the name. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was, he was there looking to kind of scout it out and see if they could do a new collective there in the area. So, yeah, like you're saying, they have their drinks, they make the bed, there's this awkward moment. Oh my god, the duvet part, though, that's <laughs> so adorable, because he's like, this and that, real, that's realistic. Yeah. Because I've been in situations, I'm sure we've all been in situations mm-hmm. where we've done something silly, yeah. but still accomplished what the end goal is, and yeah. then... Well, and that's, again, guys using humor to try to be attractive. Right. <laughs> But then there's, like, this very, like, sexually tense yes. moment. Like, are they going to fuck? Are they not going to fuck? They look and, like they want to kiss, but he right. backs off. And then mm-hmm. he's like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go to bed. And she's like, all right, me too. And at this point, it's, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, maybe? Yep. And then the door opens well, and it wakes her up. Prior to that, when she first goes into the bedroom, well, first she goes in the bathroom and she goes through his stuff. Yes. Then she goes in the bedroom and which she was, finds his wall. Which was smart. By it taking was. a picture of his ID. Very much. But in that's, case he was... But, but that's going to come back in a, in a moment. She does open his wallet, takes a photo of his ID. Of course, he's from um, Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> then she gives him the wallet and all that. So, yeah, she goes to bed. She wakes up because you hear a creaking sound. Mm-hmm. And she looks over and her bedroom door is wide open. And then you hear him kind of grunting and groaning out in the, in the uh, living room. So the first time I saw this, I mm-hmm. thought he was jacking off. Really? I thought he sounded terrified. Yeah, no, I thought he was afraid. I thought something was up. Yeah, that's right. I thought, what does that say about guys I've slept with other than my husband? (laughs) But I I really thought that he was, like, jacking off until he started, like, yelping, help me. mm -hmm. And she got closer, and it was clear that he was, like, having some type of night terror, which the help me was that nightmare kind of foreshadowing what was going to happen. Because he right. yells that to her Later. several times. Yep. But see, now this sequence I really liked because there's a moment where you question, is he a bad guy? Because, like, at this point, we've gone, we've run the gamut of, like, okay, he's an innocent guy. Oh, he seems kind of creepy. Oh, he's mm-hmm. cute and innocent. Oh, he's kind of creepy. But he's we, Skarsgård. Yeah, we keep going back and forth, back and forth. Well, she wakes him up, and he jumps, and he's like, what? What do you want? You know, and she's like, oh, well, you know, you were, you were, did, did you open my door? He's like, what? No, why would I? He's like, I was asleep. What are you talking? He's very aggravated with her. Because yeah. you, you tell He's he like, you a, wouldn't fuck me and now you're waking me up over a door? And to be fair, I've been woken up for nonsense and it is very aggravating. You know, I've been woken up for nothing and just fluffed my hair and rolled over. <laughs> I remember that. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, but no, that like, you know, it, that was believable, but also it felt like the mask slipped. It felt like, oh, he's very aggressive in this sequence. But then she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm, I, I, I'll let you go back to bed. And she goes back in the room. And then the next thing the you know, it's morning and she looks at her phone like, what is it, 11 o'clock? Right. She's like, oh, shit, of course. The token, I'm late for the important thing. And, and then he leaves a cute little note that says, I had a great time last night. I'll see you later. Go look at the interview. Well, he asks her to leave the key in the box. Yes. And he's like, you know, I'll get it from you when I see you later. You know, and he's like, P.S., you know, I had a really good time and all that. So it was very cute. And then she uh, she smiles. She goes outside. And then we see the surrounding neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So we finally see how dilapidated and fucked up the place. Every house is in disarray other than this. It kind of looks... You both have to know that house on Hyde Park Boulevard, the blue house. Mm, mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. it's got like all kinds of shit in the front yard. Like yep. you can't even call that tchotchkes. That's the, the house very next door to them. Yes. It's like yes. very much like that. And that's what I thought. And like I said, I fell down a rabbit hole and a lot of those houses that she drives by that, those are the houses in right. that area of Detroit. It's, it's sad to see, but I, again, I watch Don't Breathe, like, yeah. that whole area is like mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, the, the uh, so she, she gets in her car, she goes to the interview, and there's this, like, cute little moment where she looks at the photo of his ID on her phone, and, and like, like she zooms in on his face and then gets this big old grin. Um, she's like, I'm going to masturbate to this later. <laughs> it's like, and spank bank material. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so she has her interview, everything goes great, you know, it looks and like she then, gets the job. Mm-hmm. The woman's like, well, where are you staying? She's like, oh, an Airbnb in... Brightmore. Brightmore. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh. Because she looks at she goes, what are you doing there? Yeah. And she's like, well, you know, she goes, all, all the other places were, were filled. She's like, apparently there's a, a medical convention. She's like, you really shouldn't be there. And she's like, oh, it's okay. She's like, I'm, I'm tougher than I look. And I have a roommate, so don't worry about it. And then the woman's even more like, um, <laughs> yeah. I'll call you tomorrow. I hope you're alive. Uh, yeah, she's like, this will be great. <laughs> but so she, Tess heads back home. And as soon as she gets out of the car, in the background, we see the homeless guy walking toward her. This is Andre. He's like, hey, miss. Well, before he says anything, we just see him walking straight at her. Yeah. And then she turns and he's like, hey, you. Hey, little girl. That was creepy because he yeah. kept referring to her as little but, girl. Yeah, I said earlier, I said, That's, you had the right intention, but you went the wrong way. You went yeah. really the wrong way. So she runs to the door and he starts, he's like, come back here. Get out of there. Don't go in And the she house. like gets in the house and she's like frantically opening the lockbox. Yeah. Gets in, locks the door and he's banging on it. And he's yeah. like, you come out of that house right now. He's like yelling at her. And... In that neighborhood, you would be anyone. Of course, I'm, even though he is not ill intent, right? But that's the right. first time I watched it, seeing that, I was like, "Oh, that's crazy, motherfucker! Get out of there!" Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting it to be like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got any more to crack? Oh my god! What the first episode of The Walking Dead? <sighs> Greg. So we were all watching it at Sam's. Yes. Yes. And when you see, I always forget his name, um, but the the dude who went to fear the Walking Dead. When you see his wife in front of the door, and they're looking out through the fish the guy with cule. the staff. Yes, yes. Yeah. I forget. You his remember, name. remember who I'm talking about? Yeah, what's his name? Um, I, can't think I of want his to name call him Josiah, but I know that's <laughs> no. not Eucharia. That's from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I don't remember his fucking name, but when you see the close up of them looking out the keyhole, it is a very tense moment and very creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freaking Greg just goes. 
Y'all got any crack? Because of the, the Dave Chappelle. Yes. And everyone fucking lost it. It was yeah. like, it's one of those moments like um, Tara told me about uh, the second Annabelle movie, Annabelle Creation. I liked and that movie. Me too. But the scene where Annabelle, like the girl's peeking down from the bunk bed and Annabelle slides into frame. Mm-hmm. Showed me that the time she saw that with, with her ex, he just goes, hello, <laughs> like in a Squidward voice. And I, I can't watch that movie and not hear that now. <laughs> but anyway, back to the movie. Um, so yeah, she calls the cops and she's trying to they tell them. They don't take her seriously. No, they don't have, no, they don't have. Oh, they don't have units. Which I, in Detroit, I can. I can too. Books. I can yeah. see that. Because. Especially the neighborhood. I'm just going to say this happens downtown all the time. Like there are times where we have to call the cops and they're like, we can't get there right now. We will get there as soon as we can. And it's like, it, that's scary. You know, like there's sometimes there's situations where all units are occupied. And in an area like that, I can see that happening. You well, know. The area where the hospital is, is yeah. not too far off. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like I've, I've literally witnessed it. So like. When they're telling her, like, you know, they're, they're asking, is he still out there? She's like, I don't know. I can't see him. She's like, well, I'm sorry, ma'am, but we don't have any units. She's like, so you're not coming? She's like, we don't have any units at the moment. Like, she keeps trying to, like, emphasize, like, at the moment. Mm-hmm. But no one ever shows up anyway, so I guess they weren't going to take her seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, she goes to go to the bathroom, and TP is out, of course. So does she pee, or does she have mud butt? I was and questioning then this. Like, mud butt I, is always a big point think, in our I episodes. She went, I think she looked before she went. But see, I, I thought of that, and then I went, so how long is she holding her pee? Because she's down there for a okay. while. So, I'm a lady, mm-hmm. and I have lady parts. Mm-hmm. When you sit down to pee, you pee. Mm-hmm. There's no holding it. Right. So, she peed and or pooped <laughs> and is walking with, like, wet vagina. Oh, no. Or, and or mud butt. Mud butt. Or both. <laughs> so then you get the mud butt up in your vagine. Oh, no. And that just causes... Just poo-poo pee-pee vagina. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. That's how the mother is made. <laughs> and we'll get to her. But, uh, so she goes looking around the house for TP. And I love the, the little montage where she's like... Looking in all the baskets. <laughs> check the cupboards. Looking at cupboards. Looking under the sink. Picking up the toilet. Eventually and then goes opens the basement. the basement and shines... Like, turns on the light, or was it the flashlight? She turns on the the light, yeah. And And there's the the TP. Yep. So she she goes downstairs to get the TP. The basement door creaks closed and and locks. Like, she can't get back out. So, yeah. She's got mud butt and pee-pee, poo-poo, vagina. Yep. I don't think she went. I'm telling you right now, if a woman sits down to pee... And you, because you have to pee, mm-hmm. there is no holding back. I'm just going to put it out there. Whether or not she had mud butt at this point, she definitely had mud butt later because she was down there for weeks. So, mm. <laughs> And the bucket was in the room, not in the pit. Right. But, uh, so yeah, she's, she's down in the basement. She realizes that not only does she not have her phone, but she still has the house key. So it's like she can't even let Keith in to help her. So why didn't she just break the window then? To get out and get back in? Because there's not really a reason to break it. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. If I was trapped in a basement like that, I would be thinking, okay, I got to wait until, you know, Keith gets here. I got to wait for someone else to get here because I'm not going to be liable for breaking property that I'm renting. So I would just wait. 
Um, cause, he does uh, come. And, and also, <laughs> my, my fat ass ain't fitting out that skinny little window. Well, she could. So, she could, but I couldn't. So I'm saying in her shoes, <laughs> I definitely wouldn't have done it. Um, but so she's waiting around, and while she's looking around the basement, she notices a rope sticking out of the wall. So she pulls the rope, as you do, and it unlocks a secret passage. Jinkies! <laughs> exactly. So then she, like, rigs the light. The mirror. The, uh, with the mirror so it shines down. But we got to give her proper credit. She did the right thing first. When she opened the door, she went, oh, hell no. And yeah. she went and sat on the basement stairs away from it. But then it. she's like, all right, my spidey senses are tingling. <laughs> I need to know. Then she rigs the mirror. Mm-hmm. And hello? Ha- hello? Housekeeping. <laughs> She walks downstairs and finds, like, the torture rape room. Oh, that was creepy. Which, it's, it's... after listening when mm-hmm. AJ finds the videos, like... You know exactly what... Well, because there's a video camera was set up. Set, that whole part of the plot was yeah. set up perfectly. Oh, absolutely. No, because, I mean, th- she goes down there and you see this blank room with, you know, white walls. There's a video camera, a bloodstained mattress, a, and a bucket, bucket, and a bloody handprint on the wall. So then she runs upstairs, or no, she runs back out, and there's mm-hmm. Keith. So she gets his attention. They're able to push the window open. She gives him the key. He comes in and lets her lets her out. And then she's like, "We have to go. We have to go right now. We have to, we mm-hmm. have to go back to the blue room. <laughs> we need to go back to the blue room." But I do like again. I like how Keith responds here because you're still questioning: Is he good? Is he not good? What's going on? Because he's like, wait, 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 I, I don't understand. What do you, it's like, you're, okay, there was a bed and a bucket and a camera in, in a basement. He's like, basements have junk. It's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. And she's like, well, we gotta go, we gotta, he's like, no, just, just let me go take a look. I think, I think that that kind of overplayed that hand. Really? I do. Because both times I've seen this movie, mm-hmm. I have looked at it like, you cannot be that fucking stupid. I think that, I think that. Adding that dialogue in for him mm-hmm. made it so overly obvious that he that it made me think, okay, now I don't think he is the baddie. See, I had the opposite reaction because I went, okay, if I were in that situation and someone was like spazzing out telling me there's a rape room in the basement, I'd be like, I need to see this with my own eyes to because she's all out in a panic. I'd be like. What are you talking about? Why is there a rape room in a basement? What, what are you talking about? No, you get the fuck... Mike, come on. You've seen I enough would, horror movies. I would at least look down you get there. the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> I, I would have to look. I would too. I, 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 got, I, I would have to know. So, you know, he, he, tells, he basically says, can you at least just wait and, like, make sure the door doesn't close on me? He's like, and then we'll get the hell out of here. So he goes downstairs and it gets quiet. Nope. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, Keith? And he's like, yeah. He's like, do you, see, do you see it? And he's like, yeah, no, this is, yeah, this is weird. And then she's like, okay, can we go? And then he gets silent. And then she's like, Keith? And she goes downstairs. So did the mother just, like, go with her, like, hot dog titty and just, like, gag him with her nip? No, I, I think what happened was he probably found the other door and was like, what the fuck is this now? And started wandering down, mm-hmm. and then he was out of earshot. Really? Like, it- well, okay, so we saw it from her point of view, but then when she was all the way down the stairs, we could see the light better. So, okay, I'll, I'll give you Not that. only that, but the door was closed when he was down there. So it closed behind him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there she would had be pitch black. She had to open it. And she was using her cell phone as a flashlight. Yeah. That's right. But you also have to figure, like, as far as calling down for someone, Jess 
likes to do this thing where she speaks from two rooms away. I can't fucking hear her. I'm half deaf. You know, so I'm just going to say, if you're two floors up and I'm in the basement and you're going, Mike, chances are I ain't going to hear you. Friends, it is a thing when you get older because I can talk to my husband (laughs) and these two fine gentlemen have been to my house. It's not like there's rooms and walls separating us. (laughs) It's an open concept from the living room to the dining room. Right. My husband doesn't even hear me when I say, did you take the, did you take the garbage out? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what? I'm, I'm just going to say this. I've heard you and Jess both say, I need my subtitles on so I can hear. I'm going to say this. I need to see your face so I can hear. Okay. Because <laughs> I can't hear. Okay. I respect that. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. I need to read the lips. But, uh, but yeah, so she goes down in the basement looking for him, and he's gone. Like, she doesn't know that there's a deeper basement yet. So she's looking around like, where the fuck did he go? She even looks under the bed of the, the rape mattress. Like, where like, is he? Where the fuck is I he going to hide? Her? Why the fuck did she look is under he the bed? Like, is he like doing one of these like... He's Spider-Manning? Like this, Spider-Manning it on the frame? <laughs> I yeah. thought that part was a little ridiculous. I, when when I she looked too. under the bed, I'm like, really? I would have got the fuck out at that point. Yeah. That's when I would have left. Like, dude just go disappeared. Go and call the, the cops. Th- yes. Yes, that's when you call the police. But... She, she finds that the there's another door. She goes down deeper into the fucking dungeon now. There's, like, stone walls and creepy tunnels. And as she's walking down into the, the deeper part of the tunnel... Help me! You hear Keith calling for help, yeah. And then he comes crawling out of the darkness. And it's fucking terrifying the way he does that. He also doesn't look injured. He said she bit, something bit his leg. Yeah, yes. he's saying a bit. Yeah, and he's, he's, he is on all fours, so he must have got bit hard. He is, but at the same time, the level... I would have been suspect at that moment. Well, they oh, still, yes. at this point, though, they still want you to believe that he's the He's the baddie, right. Exactly. Because the way he was screaming, mm-hmm. and it was so prolonged... Yeah. I would expect, like, a bloody mess like he ends up. Well, especially because what ends up happening here... Like, again, he was screaming just a second ago. And when she comes down, she's like, we gotta get out. He's like, shut up, there's someone else down here. And he's, like, trying to get her to stop talking, but he was just screaming. Mm-hmm. So... At this point, when I'm first time watching it, I'm going, oh, he's he's a fucking psycho. Like, he's going to kill her. He's going to do something to her. And then out of nowhere, a fucking giant naked monster woman comes out of the darkness. There's Den Titties! <laughs> just swanging. But she grabs him by the head and just starts bashing his face into the wall into a bloody pulp. Hard cut to black. And then suddenly here's fucking, um, why, why can't I think of his name? Job. Justin That's Long. AJ. <laughs> yeah, but... Justin Long in uh, in his fucking Singing little... about Mecca, licky mama. Ricky Ticky Tavi. Ricky Ticky Tavi. <laughs> He's in his little red Corvette by the ocean side singing to Ricky Ticky Tavi. <laughs> and then you're like, this is where movie number two starts. Right. And, and the funny thing was like, at this point, I was like, did something happen with the stream? Like, what, what happened here? Uh, like, because it really does cut like so hard, it feels like another story. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was in the theater, and there yeah. were a few people like, "Huh, what?" Yeah, it, it's such a jarring cut. But so he's driving along, and we get this whole conversation with his agents talking about how. Hey, AJ. <laughs> I know how do you, how do you talk like that? And like, oh, by the by the way, way like, we what? have a situ- we have a little bit of a sitch. <laughs> well, because yeah, we find out that he was in a pilot for a TV show. And he is being accused of rape. Mm-hmm. That his co-star basically said, I will not I will not be a part of it if he's part of it. That, you know, and there's a story that's going to break the next day. 
but they don't want him to know about that. We should tell him about it. No, we shouldn't tell him about it. Tell me about what? God damn it. Right. So the Hollywood Reporter is going to publish a story about how you raped her. Mm-hmm. And at this point, the way he's reacting, I do agree with Maurice on this one. The way he's reacting, he seems like, like literally like the rug was pulled out from under him. Like, what the fuck? Like, because he's, he's aggravated, he's angry, he's denying it. He's like, I, I never did anything. And he's like freaking out. It felt very much like being falsely accused. But we don't know the character yet. As we get to know the character, we start questioning. Slowly, you figure out. I think he's a dirtbag, you know. But again, I love how this film does that. Because each of the characters, there's that question of, Mm -hmm. are they who they seem to be, or are they somebody else? Um, So I really appreciated the way they handled that character. But So, long story short with AJ, he freaks out. He ends up having to go and talk to his accountant. He's telling about the legal battles. So you have nothing in and all of this out, judging by your current spending habits in $70,000 per attorney, we're looking at two months. Three months. Three months. Yep. And he's like, well, I'll just liquidate some of my Michigan properties. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, Michigan, you're not going to have. No. They even told him. He said that's not going to be nearly enough. He's It'll like, buy you two months. Yeah. That, yeah that's where the two most. months. Yeah. He goes, and then he's like, and I want to tell you by the end of the week, I'm giving you back your files. He's <laughs> like, I quit. He's like, you're dropping me too? And that's why I was like, you know, whatever happened to, you know, over in this, you know, guilty till proven innocent. Right. Like, and and that's, and that, and I'm, dude, I'm right there with you because I was like, wow. Because, again, not to get too political, but this same fucking thing happened with, um, what's his name? Uh, Hardwick, Chris Hardwick, mm-hmm. where it's like he got fired from the Talking Dead, fired from uh, San Diego <clears throat> Comic Con, fired from the Nerdist, and then he came back with all of this proof, emails, texts, and instead of people going like, wow, it was just a jealous ex who fucked him over and was trying to screw him up, people were like, well, why did he have those if he didn't have something to hide? And it's like, because he's a rich guy... Mm-hmm. His where, lawyer probably advised him not to... Right. Not and, to do what AJ was doing, going against everything his lawyer was saying. Which exactly. AJ even goes further after he goes out to the townie bar in fucking Detroit. Right. And he's like, doesn't he tell... He's like, I'm just going to call her. Just, he's on the phone with his lawyer. Yeah. He goes, I'm just going to call her. Absolutely I'm just going to apologize. He asks, he goes, well, if I could just talk to her. And the lawyer goes, we do not advise that at all. You are not to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I could just, I know I could just square this away if I could just talk to her. He's like, this is bullshit. And he's like, this is where you start going, mm, you're a dirtbag. Yeah. But yeah. but like I said, at, up at the very beginning, it very much mirrored the Chris Hardwick thing, in my opinion, where it was like, because, yeah, as much as it doesn't happen nearly as often as people who actually do it, mm-hmm. it does happen. Mm-hmm. So, and we've seen it happen with a couple high-profile cases already. So, And, and I'm sure Chris Hardwick's lawyer probably said, "Don't, don't re- yeah, you have it, but don't release it. Right. Well, that's that, our defense. And that was exactly it. They went, they went to trial, they figured everything out, and then it was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, the court of public opinion was... Well, how come he held on to those if he was so innocent? The Facebook lawyers. Yeah, and it's like, I would hold on to that shit, too. Like, I'll be honest. I have a work email folder all the way back to 2007. Because all the... Seven years, all the Yeah, but all the correspondences I have, all that stuff I hold on to because shit tends to repeat itself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with protecting your own ass. Right. But, anyway... So he he ends up finding out that he's got to scrape up some money for the lawyers, 
So he flies off to Michigan, and we see the story break. Like, we, we see it on the phone. Like, he's looking at his phone, mm-hmm. and, like, everyone now knows that he did this. Um, or assumes he did this. And then he shows up at the property management place. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm here to pick up some keys. Like, trying to be incognito. She's like, what's your name? <laughs> yeah. So he gets the keys, and it was uh, 476 Barbary was the the the, 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 uh, address, the address of the house. Um, which, it's funny, because I didn't notice this the first time I watched the movie. Because I was like, why is it called Barbarian? And then it's like, oh, she's from Barbary Street. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, where were we? Uh, AJ. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so he goes to the house, like you said, he got, you know, he gets the keys, goes to Barbary Street, um, and then he ends up looking around, he sees AJ and, or he sees Keith's and Tessa's stuff, mm-hmm. and he's like, what he's the like, fuck? Who the fuck is here? Yep, and he sees that the key is missing, he's like, what the fuck? So he calls the cleaning company. Bonnie. No, he calls the property manager. Property manager, yes. Bonnie. Well, why isn't the maid here? The maid service comes before the new tenant comes in. What if it was trashed? Was your property trash? <laughs> She's like, no, but that's not the point. It's a stupid system. Goodbye. <laughs> she basically hangs up on him. But she also tells him that they hadn't rented it out for weeks. So we get a right. timeline. So now we know that, you know, this incident with uh, Keith and Tess happened weeks ago. So he eventually goes in the basement. Mm-hmm. What did the mother do with Keith's body? Probably ate it. She's got to produce milk somehow. She's got to eat. Oh, so does Frank. Mm-hmm. So he goes downstairs, <laughs> and that's when we cut to movie number three. Well, before that, though, there's a whole part uh, that we got to cover um, where he's he's going around the house like he he's he's talking to his mom. You know, on the phone. And she's like, oh, we believe you, honey. And then he gets a call from his friend. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, where... derogatory word for gay person. Right. They go out drinking and this is where we, we get the reveal. This is yes. where we get that he He's actually... like, well, she, she said no at first. But then, you know, I could be real persuasive, dude. Like... And, he goes, and then she was into it and she was like into it. <sighs> you know? What a fuck face. Right. So, and his friend was even like, uh, okay. Like, he sounded like he was like, yeah. dude, this is fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then AJ returns home drunk as a skunk and starts calling. calling her. And he's like, I just want to say I'm real sorry. He's like, I, I didn't mean to do anything that would upset you. I just, just call me back, please. And I'll, I'll apologize again. So that's going to be all over the internet. And of you course. know, his friend sold the story to like TMZ. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it won't matter to AJ in another night. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but so, yeah, so he ends up crashing the next morning, you know, wakes up. Pukes his guts out. He's going around the the house looking at stuff. He sees the car keys sitting on the uh, on the table. I'm sorry. One thing I left out when he first gets there, the basement door is propped open with a chair. That's right. Yeah. So That's right. He sits down for the cup of coffee, and then he he sees the keys, and he looks back at the basement door and kind of puts two and two together. Maybe like someone's down there. So he goes over to the door, and I love it because he starts screaming, like, "All right, whoever's down there, I got a gun. I'll fucking kill you." <laughs> and they don't respond. He's like, "All right." I'm coming down. He's like, be a man. Be a man. He like psychs himself. (laughs) So he goes downstairs and sees. With a knife and a flashlight. With a knife and a flashlight. Sees nothing, but then he spots the rope. Yep. Well, because. Oh, because the whole point of this is that he wants to see, because he he Googles the night before when he sees the door propped open. No, no, no. No, no, this is. That's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because what happens is he goes down to investigate. 
he sees the setup of the mirror and all that, and all the shit that was covering the rope that Tess moved is all moved. Right. So now you just see the outline of the o- of the closed door and the rope. So he's like, what the fuck is this? And he pulls the rope and it pops open. He's like, oh, oh. shit. Then he then goes he, and Google right. search. So square footage. Square footage. Well, underground tunnels. Underground, underground rooms. rooms count towards square footage. Mm-hmm. And he's, it basically is like, so you're saying we have a chance. Right. And he really doesn't. And, but no. this, this is the scene that cracked me up because he's like, he's super excited. And he gets and like the fucking tape, tape measure. measure. But he goes into the rape room. And literally has no reaction. He just starts measuring the square footage. Until he sits on the bed and he's like, like ew. But like, he's like, what, 9 by 12 or 12 by yeah, 9, something like that. But it's like you walked into this room that has a camera, a blood-stained mattress, and a dirty bucket with bloody handprints on the walls. Yeah. And you're still just measuring? Like, wow, you really are. He, he really, yeah. I mean, that, like, I mean, he was like, eh, that's good home decor. I mean, the bar solidified it, but I mean. But this scene, yeah. it was like, Wow. Yeah, How low can you go? <laughs> and then he notices the other door. And he opens it up. He's like, oh, wow, you got to be kidding me. Hooks the tape measure and goes down deep into the tunnels. Yeah. And How fucking long is that tape well, he measure? Said, he said, he, well, he said, what? Ten Not, feet? Nine feet. Nine feet. Yep. Because like, from, the, from the door to the bottom was nine feet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then he starts going down the hall and you see the faint light. And he goes, yeah. hello? Who's down there? And then you hear the, the then, voices And then he talking. starts measuring some more from the yep. stairs. To and then he, he gets going. to the room and he's like, oh, that smell. But it's like a nest. Yes. There's like all these blankets piled up and there's a little TV with a tape running about breastfeeding. Now, Which how we find hell? out about later. Yeah, we find out where that tape came from. Now, what bothered me about this part was how is there electricity down there? We see the cables. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's cables the along the ceiling. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. No, I never noticed that because I was too busy trying to figure out how the fuck is there uh, internet. Yeah, electricity down there. Nah, Frank set that shit up because we see the cables running along. They're all like up in the one corner of the hall. Oh, that's so, right. Never yeah, right yeah, by yeah. the bell. Yes, yes. So okay, never mind. But I didn't see the wires. So he's down there. He's looking at. He's seeing the breastfeeding video. He's like, "What the fuck?" And then suddenly the tape measure starts reeling in. So he lets it go because it's going to snap back at him. Uh-huh. And he's like, hello, who's there? And he's shining his light, and you hear the noise, and he's like, fuck that, and starts running. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, first he takes the knife out of his belt and drops it. Drops it. Fuck. Which it'll happen again later. Yeah, it's something a, else. Repeating itself. But he, he takes off running, and he ends up falling into a pit. And then this is where Tess jumps out of the shadows, puts her hand on his mouth, and tells him to shush, and then hard cut. To Frank. Yep. 1980s Reagan era. Mm-hmm. That scene, first time I watched it, it creeped me the fuck out. Because, like, he's running down this dark corridor with no light, and then he falls into this fucking pit in the floor, and he shines his flashlight around, and because so, his flashlight kept going out. Mm-hmm. And then he shines his light up, and you see this, like, pale and, like, somewhat emaciated and dirty Tess jump out of the shadows well, at Well, she's had his expired teat milk. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it was, it, she looked like a fucking zombie. Like, it, it freaked me out. I was Which like, Jesus Christ. will actually come into play against her mm-hmm. later in, on. Later on in the movie. Which, again, really cool way they did that. Yes. And then we cut to 1980s Reagan. Mm-hmm. Reagan times. era. <laughs> the before times. 
And we see Frank coming out of the house, getting in the car, going to the local Piggly Wiggly, mm-hmm. or the equivalent of Walmart or True Value. And the entire street, the entire Barbary Street is is like, it looks like something on Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like this happy little pristine suburb. People mm-hmm. cutting their lawns and mm-hmm. doing their chores. and Lawns and houses are all immaculate. Mm-hmm. And he walks in and the woman's like, can I... Can I help you? Can I help you? <laughs> He's like, I need plastic sheets. We find out that he is expecting a child for a home birth. And she's and like, oh, no, God bless you. There's no, I almost said godmother. Midwife. 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 It's just he, me. Yeah, because she's like, there has to be a midwife. Surely she gave you a lift. And he goes, just me. And then she gives him the diapers and she gives him the tape on breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Latex she, gloves. The latex, yep. She sets them all up. He goes out to his car, and there's this quiet scene, which, again, blink and you miss it, where he's sitting in the car watching a woman across the street. Mm-hmm. And she gets into her car, mm-hmm. and he follows her just from far away enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then sees where she lives, and then he gets out of his car and goes in the trunk where his groceries are, mm-hmm. and he pulls out, like, a, what was it, the Department it like of a, Public a, Works yeah, outfit or something? Yeah, ju- like a jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah well, Department of Waterworks. Or, knocks yeah. on the door, and he's like... Her, there's an, and he spits the gum out like mm-hmm. that is Her I don't know why that part is so gross to me because I feel like I know it's gum but I feel like it's chewing tobacco which I think is really nasty mm-hmm. knocks on the door and he's like sorry ma'am heard that there's some outages here he doesn't really have that kind of an accent right but he's so just she lets him in the house because simpler times mm-hmm. and he goes to check the water in the bathroom but only the sink mm-hmm. and then he makes a point to very loudly flip the lock on the window open. Mm-hmm. Well, he turned on the water to block it from her. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, so she couldn't hear. But he only checks the water, the cold water in the sink, mm-hmm. and then he leaves, gets back in the car, gets home, and his neighbor says, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but the sign's going up tomorrow. We're moving. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll be able to get out next year. Yeah, he's Frank's so. like, I'm not going anywhere. Well, because he tells him, he goes, you know, the white, the missus thinks that if we don't get out now, we're not going to be able to get out later. He goes, the whole neighborhood's going to hell, Frank. He goes, are you planning on leaving? He goes, I'm not going anywhere. Which he yeah. doesn't. Nope. <laughs> goes in the house with the groceries, opens the bait, and the house is just disgusting. Yeah. It looks like a serial killer lives there. Mm-hmm. Opens the door, and you hear all of this screaming coming from downstairs, and then... Cut back to the pit. Back to Tess and AJ in the pit. So she tells him he needs to calm down and not get upset because if he gets upset, she gets upset, meaning the monster. And he's you like, don't want her getting upset. <laughs> he's like, she points up. She's like, she gets upset. And he's like, what are you talking about? Who, who gets upset? <laughs> and, oh, I'm sorry. One thing we forgot to mention when he first falls in the pit, a, a grate, like a, a metal grate slams shut over top of him. So yes. He's trapped. So now we hear her coming and Tess tells him to be quiet and then you just see this gnarled, like long taloned hand reach with a, a baby with a bottle. dirty baby bottle with a nasty nipple, <laughs> yeah. and she's pointing it at, at AJ. She goes, "Drink it," and he's like, mm, mm. "Well, first she does." No, no, she doesn't. No, drink no, it no. She's pointing it at AJ first, and then she's like, "Drink it." Drink and then it. she tells him she just wants us to be her babies. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then she points it at, at Tess, who drinks from it, and you hear the mother cooing. When she does that, and then ba, 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 ba. yep, and then you then she tries again with AJ, and he he says no, and the grate opens, and she jumps down in, and she scoops him up and like fucking jumps out like. Well, first she cradles Tess. 
That's right. And she starts caressing her face, and she's doing the like trying to say baby. And then she looks at AJ because he goes, "What the fuck." And she growls at him and grabs him and drags his ass back out of And she's so fucking spry. She's like, it's like a fucking video game. Well, she's also like nine foot. That's oh, true. She's this monster. So it, it is definitely implied that he, that the mother is the product of multiple. Incest. No, it's like, not implied. They say gen- it. Yeah, they Okay, so it. it's. Incest. He said he had babies with the women. They had, babies the, babies the babies had babies. So how many incest. generations of incest? Two. He said 40 years. Well, yeah. Four, 40, she 40 was years. there for about 40 years. Yeah. So are we to believe that that's the woman whose house he inspected? Is that supposed to be like her I baby's baby? No, I think that was just... I don't think we know whose baby that was. Like, we right. hear someone screaming in the basement. He had multiple rooms down there. And he had so, multiple cages. And he also had a shit ton of videos. So chances are he had been doing this for a very long time. Okay. So the mother was down there for 40 years. But here's the thing. It was the 80s at the time. It was 2022, so it was present day. So that's 40-something years right there. Mm-hmm. So you figure he was probably doing this for quite a while before she was even born. Mm-hmm. So he had been kidnapping and raping, and then they have children and all that. He's and raping, he's that. raping okay. them. And it's just this I would, horror show. I, I'd say from the videos, I'd say at least 15 or 20. Well, I mean, well, they they specifically say that the mother's been there 40 years. Right. And we see him so in the So since 80s. the 80s, which is when... But that means that she would have been born in the 80s. And if she was an incest baby then that means that there were already victims down there prior to that that he had had sex with, they had babies, and then he raped those babies. Mm. Okay. So... And it's fair to say that, like, at the when we see him again, he's probably in his late 80s. Right. Bedridden and... Right. So if he'd been doing this for a while, like, he could have been like doing this since been, the 60s. I was going to say he could have been doing yeah. this since he was, like, a teenager. Right. We don't... We have no idea. But, um, cause yeah, I mean, you figure if he was 40 in the, in the eighties, he was born in the forties. So right. feasibly, yeah. Okay. He could have been doing this for a long time. And you also got to figure when he set this whole thing up, it had to be in an era where people didn't think much about you just digging in the ground. Well, right. So you think of like the Cuban missile crisis, right? All the bunkers and shit. Yeah. So that, that makes sense why he, they would have the rooms so Deep underground. Deep down, okay. Yeah, now there's a, there's a lot to it. But um, but yeah, once she drags AJ out, she brings him to the, the nest. The nest room. And like, the video's like, and mother and baby will bond and it is calm. And she's like, ba ba ba. And he's laying down and I love this. And I, I said this before we recorded. The first time I didn't notice it until after it happened and then I started laughing. But she literally like takes her two talons goes... Boop. Yeah, she boops him on the she nose. She boops his nose. Boopy nose. And then she shoves a titty in his mouth. Yep. And he's like, ah, God. But going back to the tunnels for a minute, I, mm-hmm. I've always thought maybe it was maybe uh, the, the Underground, underground Railroad. Because it's in Detroit. It's pretty close to Canada. Oh. Interesting. I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that either. But, Did I ever tell you guys that I thought the Underground Railroad when I was little? Was actual railroad? Littler, literally was a railroad that ran underground you know, to take funny, the slaves to freedom. The first time I had heard it when I was a kid, too, I thought the same thing. I mean, obviously, we all learned right, eventually, right. but, but I, when like I was a little, little kid. Yes. like yeah, yeah. Same thing. Um, I was like, what, like a subway train? Like, I didn't understand. Um but no, we see, she. so she's feeding him, and he's freaking out, and we hear his screams, we cut back to Tess, 
and she climbs her way out of that pit. She's like, all right. All right, all right. And she, I mean, it wasn't super deep in. It was it probably wasn't. about six foot, maybe but seven foot. Look at how emaciated and yeah, she, she looks. She's so been down she there really weeks. was using adrenaline. Yeah, it's very interesting. You mentioned the underground railroad because think of how small those houses are, mm-hmm. and not only how deep you're going underground, but how vast yeah the tunnels go. So that's a really that's a really interesting hypothesis. Yeah. But uh, it, it's cool because she, she gets out. She gets AJ's knife and flashlight. And she's creeping down the hall. And as she's getting toward the room, she turns off the light. And she looks in and we see she's feeding AJ. And, you know, he's squirming trying to get away. Like, you see his poor little feet kicking. From her, <laughs> from her dirty titty. <laughs> and then she, and, and Tess is like eyeballing the room as she's walking. And she steps on the tape measure. So it makes all this noise. And she's like, fuck, she's got to run. Runs to the basement and finds the door locked. So now she can't get out, and you hear the mother grunting in the basement, like coming after her. Now you. Now she that, breaks that fucking. Now you bust that window. She climbs out. Oh my god. She flat palmed that fucking window though, and didn't cut herself. She was like, boom, <laughs> like, yeah. broke that shit. Climbs but, out. I love it when she gets out, mm-hmm. and the mother like reaches for her. reaches for her, but then like recedes back into the darkness. Well, because she starts climbing out, and there's this tense moment because where, she doesn't go out. And, the, right in the day, yeah. But because there's this, she's probably never been right, right. So that's why she photosensitive. Was, yeah, she's yeah. she's she's like an albino cavefish. <laughs> the descent. So it's not like she, did she watch. It's not like she gave up on trying to capture <laughs> her. She just couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. But but it's there's this tense moment where she's climbing out the window and you see the the camera angle behind her and you see her legs kicking like she's trying and it, it it starts zooming in. It makes you think like it's the POV shot of the mother about to grab her. Yeah. And then you see Andre, the homeless guy grab her and pull her right as the mother re- like reaches and tries mm-hmm. it. So it was the mother's POV. And then, she, like you said, she recedes back into the shadows, kind of growling. And, a- and Andre's telling her, he's like, you're okay, you're okay, you got out. Like, she won't chase you right now. So this whole thing with the mother and the sensitivity to light, it mm-hmm. reminds me of the story of the father in Germany who raped his... Do you remember what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? He raped his daughter and then... Yep. She was, like, captive in a room. They told the police that she had run away. Mm-hmm. Like, that is, in my head, like, because, you know, I like to make backstories. Right. That's what I imagine, like, Frank has told people or, like, people right. just no, disappeared, I, I, run away. I just don't think Frank talked to people. Yeah, I think Frank was one of those guys that slips through the cracks. It's very, very easy. Like, I, I know. Innocuous, plen- yeah. Yeah, I know plenty of people like that where it's, like, I see them every day, but I don't know a damn thing about their life. Mm-hmm. You know, especially at work. Like, there are people I've worked with for, you know, damn near 22 years now. And it's, like, I don't know anything other than their name. You know, and it's, like, I don't know what kind of life they lead. You know, and I feel like there are plenty of those people out there who just have no family, who have no friends and keep to themselves. And, you know, they're they're not a noisy neighbor. They're not a problem at work. So no one really pays attention to him. He was know? a very quiet guy. And you always hear that with serial killers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, very quiet guy. Or he was so nice, real family man. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it like this, but that's why they're serial killers and all the people get caught. Yeah. yeah. Because they, yeah, they're able to do they that. They're, just... able, they're hiding in plain sight and able yeah. to, you know. But, uh, but so, yeah, so basically Andre fills her in, letting her know that she will come out at night. You have to get the hell out of here. Get out of this area. He's like, come on. I stay by the water tower. It's safe there. Well, that's the thing. That's going to be important later because he tells her the water tower is safe. Mm-hmm. And then so she takes off. She goes and finds some, a gas station where she calls cops. The cops show up, and, of course, they think she's a crackhead. 
I think it's very poignant that the cop who doesn't believe, and granted, this is Detroit, right? But the cop who is the lead in this situation Mm -hmm. is an African American cop, right? But I I think it was more, more like an A cab situation where it's like all the cops don't give a fuck, right? If they see you, you half dressed, dirty, they're gonna assume you're a crackhead, exactly. And again. Working downtown, it's like I, I see that a lot. And then they get like, to the house and they're like, I'm sorry, we got shots fired. Bye bye. Yeah. Well, and I mean, she's acting like a lunatic. She, and she is. Yeah, she is. So, so, because she's screaming at them that there's a man who she's like, she's like, you need to f- come with me. There's a man who's captured and he he's going to die. And blah, blah. That sounds like a crazy person. It does. And, and also, it does. and they're going by the books. Like, you can't break down like you'll see in tv shows and movies they break oh, down the door did but you hear they that really scream can't. yeah when they didn't yeah but in this case she's acting like a lunatic so well yeah, she's what... she's disheveled she's pale yeah she looks like she's been living on the streets for a while she is acting high because yeah. she's screaming about there's a, a man who's captured and they're like do you have id and she's like fuck no i don't have any id are you listening to me are you gonna help me you know so she's like frantic and panicky i mean Again, not trying to sound like a dick here, but I've dealt with people like that who aren't in their right mind, like mm-hmm. at work. So it's like, yeah, you can get them help, but you also can't entertain what they're, what saying. they're saying. So right. I think from their point of view, they're probably like, Jesus Christ, another crazy person. Like In this kinda... neighborhood. And he right. even says, yeah. okay. the only thing we that. can really do right now if we wanted to is charge you for... For breaking, breaking the, the window, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, she brings him back to the house, and they knock, and they're like, do you have a key? She's like, no, I don't have a fucking key. Break down the door. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you can't do that. He's but like, then what does she do? Breaks the fucking window. Well, after they leave. Yeah. But she's like, you know, he, he goes, she goes, there's a crime about to be committed. And he's like, man, the only crime that's been committed is you breaking these people's basement window. Right. He's like, you know, so he's he's basically ready to arrest her. And then they get the call that shots have been fired, and they're like, we're out. You know, All so right. They take off. Deuces. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck? So now we cut back to AJ in the basement, and he get you know he gets up and kind of scurries away from the nest. <laughs> like, Here's a real question, though. What's that? If she'd known what kind of piece of shit he was, would she have gone back for? Him? I don't think so. And I, I th- don't think so. Either. And again, I think let, let's let's play with this for a second. She didn't trust Keith, who was a good guy, mm-hmm. and she wasn't giving him the benefit of the doubt. Right. And it turns out he was actually a good person. Mm-hmm. Then she gives AJ the benefit of the doubt, who was a fucking dirtbag. Yeah. It's all about and fuck the patriarchy. They're, they're, well, I, I like the fact that they played with this because they're like, you know, yeah, you have your guard up and maybe you don't need to always have it up around everybody. But then it shows you how even when you have it down, you could run into a problem. Right. So it's like it, it shows that, again, that dichotomy. And I, I think that was, again, really well thought out mm-hmm. by the writing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, she uh, her AJ, he goes running down the hall, and you hear her coming, like you hear the. the <gasps> but she gets, he gets to like, he sees the the, the string for the bell. He yeah. sees the bell. He's following the string. This is so fucking creepy mm-hmm. because he gets to the door, and you she can backs see away. her because it's completely dark. And you see her approaching, mm-hmm. and then she stops and then fades back into the blackness. Because it's the whole thing with Andre said, there's something worse than her down there. Exactly. Yeah. So, if she's scared, you know there's something bad Yeah, in that there's room. something bad. That's right, I'm glad you brought that up, because when he's telling, uh, telling Tess, because she's saying, we got to go back in, there's a man trapped in there. And he goes, she ain't the worst thing down there, there's something worse than her. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, oh, fuck. 
But so he goes into the room, and the room is just filled with garbage and and, and like cans. urine bottles. Yeah, and he's yeah, just laying in the shit. bed, and there's. What he, was on the TV at that point? It was something was just, really innocuous, like a I it public. Was just static. Yeah, there was, was it static? I, think it was I thought like it was like a. Of, I thought it was country music. He had music playing. Yeah, but like, I'm pretty sure the TV was just like. Okay, I thought blue. the static yeah. was coming no. from. No, like the TV had sound but no picture. I because well because the V because again we see that the VCR had spit the tape out. Yeah. So that the screen right. was just. You That's know, right. Um, so, that's old TV, so you would have had it on Channel Three, where it was where it yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. true. That's true. But um, but yeah, he so it would have been all this, right? It would have been static water. Um, so AJ goes in there. He finds Frank, finds old man Frank, and he's like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" Because he thinks this guy's being kept captive the way he was just being kept captive. Right. So he tries to help him, and Frank doesn't say anything. He just points. And he gets him a bottle of water. And he takes a sip of water, but then he keeps pointing. So then AJ picks up the, the whole... entire nightstand and mm-hmm. brings it over to mm-hmm. him. He's like, I don't know what you want, man. I-, I can't understand. And then he goes back around the TV, and that's when he notices. Well, you see all the videotapes. Well, you see yeah. the videotapes when he first walks in, but he's so frantic. No, no, no. But I would say, like, this is where you see the videos. Yes. Like, he's looking at them, and you see it's like... Heather, Pamela. Cried a lot. Yes. Screamed a lot. <laughs> Irish accent. Yes. Yeah, and then he goes, redhead at the gas station, like all of the... And then this is where AJ pushes the tape in. And this is so effective because your imagination is going to be the best tool to scare you. Well, you hear the screams. Yes. Mm-hmm. And while this is happening, you see uh, Frank reach into the nightstand and pull something out. We don't see it's a gun yeah. just yet. But he pulls something out, and we smash cut to Tess, smashing open the window. She gets in, gets the keys from her car, and goes back outside and gets into her car. Then we cut back to AJ, and he turns to Frank. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you sick motherfucker? And, like, starts freaking out. And Frank holds a gun up at him. He's like, whoa, hey there, buddy. (laughs) We can talk about this. But then Frank puts it to his head and blows his brains out. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then we cut back to Tess, and we see the mother... This scared the shit out of me the first time I watched it. Yeah, she came out of nowhere. She starts the car, and she runs out like fucking Leatherface. Yep. She just breaks that door down and runs right at her. Tess backs the car up and slams into the mother and then pins her to the wall of the house. But she breaks her car. (laughs) So, And the mother's still fucking alive. She's like pawing at the window like... And then she just kind of like takes a nap. Yeah. Well, she like breaks the window, with which is not... I know they're making her out to be really strong, but she was just like, and yeah. it just she and she like, palm slapped it and, and it broke. Like, I don't know about that, but but she she kind of lays her head on the on the windshield, looking at Tess, like almost like it almost like, looks like maybe she died yeah. for a minute, yes, for a minute there because she doesn't blink. Yeah, and then Tess gets out, goes back into the house. Meanwhile, we see AJ take the gun. And this is why you never go back in the house. Exactly, if the whole no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah. So. She clearly says, like, it is not buh, 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 buh. Yeah. Clearly the English, the Queen's English. Mm-hmm. And he fucking shoots her in the stomach. Well, that's, but again, that that's that thing. Like, he's in fucking panic. Right. Like, fight or flight. You don't know that's how long true. he's, he, yeah. and he just saw this shit. He's been, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but if I was just trapped in a basement and force-fed titty milk from a monster... And then watched a man commit suicide. I'm pretty sure I'd be after ready. watching right. extreme like BTK shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd I'd be trying to kill anybody that comes near me. Like I'd be freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But he's so you see her go into the basement and you see the flashlight down the hall, and all she does is go, "Hello," 
And then, boom, he fucking shoots her in the stomach. So he, and then... And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm so, 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 so sorry. <laughs> he's like, holy shit, holy shit, I fucked up. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But you know what? She fucking does real good getting all the way. She's like, they get out of the house and she's like, I know where to go. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He takes her. He's like, he goes, he goes, your car is wrecked. And then she goes, where is she? And we see the mother's gone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, she, she was, she was there. He's like, oh, fuck, we got to get out of here. And she's like, well, what about your car? He goes, my keys are in the basement. I'm not going back down there. So she's like, I know where to go. And they start walking toward the water tower. And she does really well. So they get to the water tower. Or they get halfway there. Or almost all the way there. Yeah, and Andre And then Andre's like, I told you white people not to go in there. (laughs) Well, because he's like, come on, over here. And he lets lets him into the gate. Like, he pulls up part of the fence. They go in. And they go into his little little chateau. Right, his little den. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's talking to them. And this is where we find out the explanation. Where he says that, you know, she's been there for 40 years. Um, you know, that that's her daddy's place. And he goes, bullshit, I own this place. You know, I there, I would have known if people were there. He goes, you might own the papers, but that's her daddy's house and he never left. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he used to bring women in there. And he goes, and you know, he used to do horrible things to them. And he's like, well, what is she? And he's like, well, that's what happens with a copy of a copy. He goes, he started having babies with some of them. And women. babies are having yeah, with babies. Babies mm-hmm. with the babies. Yeah. And he goes, and that's how you get that. And um, they're like, are, are, are we safe in here? Well, before, I'm sorry, before that... AJ's like freaking out. He's like, we, we got to get her help. And he goes, she'll make it through the night. And he goes, in the morning, it'll be safe to get her out of here. <laughs> and he's like, but I, I don't know. He goes, I, I, I did a bad thing. He's like, I need to st- I, I need to fix this. And he goes, I don't know if I'm a bad person or if I'm a good person that just did a bad thing, but I have to fix it. And you can tell he's he's talking about what he did prior. Yes. He's not talking about this. No. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> fucking Tess being the voice of reason as she's half dead is like, how do you know she can't get in here? How do you know we're safe? And he goes, oh, I've been here 15 years and, and she never comes in. And then all of a sudden, in. here she comes, rips, rips his fucking arm off and then beats Be- him to death with it. All I could think of is in Mortal Kombat 4, there's a character named Quan Chi and his fatality is he rips your leg off and beats you to death mm. with it. I could not stop laughing. I was like, he just, she just beat him to death with his own arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... AJ fucking flees immediately. He's like, I'm out. He takes off. She follows him, and then they get to the actual, like, to the base of the water tower. Well, because they try to get out of the gate. He can't find the opening. Right. And he's like, we can't climb over it. There's barbed wire. And then he just starts running up the water tower stairs because we hear the mother. And she follows him. Mm -hmm. And And then then here's the mother. And then he becomes a big fucking pussy and... (sighs) Why fucking hate no 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 no. so you slipped he as they get up there as they get to the top of the stairs he's panicking he's pacing like oh this man drops the gun and he goes he's like she's gonna get us she's because he looks over and he sees her running up the stairs he goes she's gonna get us she wants us and she's gonna get us and she goes your gun he goes oh yeah and he pulls it out of his pants and then fumbles it and drops it he goes better off shooting himself in the dick well he goes he's like he's like fuck you know drops the gun. And then she, we see the mother coming up the stairs, and he looks at Tess and goes, only one of us can live. We, we don't both have to die. And he looks at her, and he grabs her by the hair. And then the mother comes up, and he goes, you want your baby? Go get her. And he throws her off the fucking roof. Yeah. So it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, again, And then you see twist. the mother, like, dive head first. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. titties ahead of her head. Comes out exactly. <laughs> They're flopping on the side. The titties are what saved her. So yeah. l- luckily, what, what saves Tess is she ends up turning her around and she lands yeah. on top of the on mother. the titties on so, the pillows. So basically, the mother cradles Tess and takes the the brunt of the impact on right. her back. 
And so AJ looks over and we see Tess laying on top of the mother in a pool of blood. He thinks they're both dead. And he comes down, he's like, and he's apologized. He's like, I had to. I had to do it. I had. I had no choice. And then Tess coughs. He's like, "Oh my God! I'm so sorry. You yeah, okay? He, you fell. You slipped. You yeah, slipped. You fucking liar. Exactly. He's like, I held on, and then you kept on going. You fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I love this though because he's he's trying to get her up, and then the mother just fucking wakes up and grabs him by the throat. Yeah. Picks his ass up and gouges, gouges his, his eyes oh. out and then splits his yeah. skull in half. Perfect. The eye gouge was. so... Oh, gross. Eye trauma. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we it love, was... We love a good eye trauma. Now, here's the thing, though. An Italian eye trauma is just a lot of blood. This was like you, that viscous white flu. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was fucking disgusting. Um, and then when she splits his head, it's 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 out of focus. But it's, but it's so, so cool. It, and you don't get this throughout the whole movie. Like we said, like throughout the movie, it was, mm-hmm. you know, they made you think, you know, or, you know, you had the... Picture it yourself. They saved the best for last. Oh, it was so fucking good. And then, like, you know, the the mother looks down at Tess and sees that Tess is wounded. And there's this very sad moment where she's, like, her hand, the mother's hands are shaking. She's like, bah, 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 and she's, like, touching. Trying to comfort her. Yeah. Trying to fix her. And then, like, Tess, like, leans forward. She grabs the gun. And the mother's just, like, caressing Tess's face. And she puts the gun to her cheek. And the mother knows, she knows what's going to happen. Yeah. I, you know, and, she gets, and she that. blows her a kiss. She gives what? her a kiss on yeah. a kiss goodbye. Kiss she, knows. Like, yeah. she knows. She knows. I think she's, like, saying, put me out of my misery. Okay. Yeah. I see. I didn't That's take how it I that. took it. I took it as, like, she didn't even realize that Tess could have been a threat. That's no, kind of how no, I was No, I think that. it was, put me out of my misery. Thank kiss you. goodbye. Thank yeah. you. I love okay. you. Yeah, because she kisses her hand and rubs it on Tess's forehead. Yeah. And then you hear the gunshot. Yeah. And then we immediately cut to the to fucking Ronettes. Ron and then, Tess stumbling down the road all fucking beat up. Intercut the credits with, yeah, Tess like wandering off of Barbary Street. Fucking amazing. I love this I movie. I loved it. So, yeah, like... This, it was a solid end. It was just really fucking good. What a great palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After the shit that we put up with last month, yes, very much a palate cleanser. Um, we did talk about a couple of the of the trivia pieces already, but one thing I thought was funny was originally Zach Krieger offered the role of AJ to Zach Efron. <laughs> and I'm glad he turned it down because I think that Justin Long... I think he did really a, good. I honestly think he's a way better actor than Zach Efron. Like, not that Zach Efron's bad, but... I've really only ever seen him in the Ted Bundy movie. Is that who was in the Ted Yeah, Bundy he was movie? in that. And there was a few comedies I know he was in. I haven't seen anything but, else. But, yeah, no, I, I, I was much happier with, with uh, Justin Long. Um, the Hollywood Reporter expose that uh, is written about AJ is by someone named Kim Masters, who's actually one of the people who actually reported on, like, the Harvey Weinstein stuff and all oh. that. So, again, attention to detail. Um, the reason this was actually written, I, I think this was kind of cool. So the script started out after Zach Krieger read a book, uh, or read the, what is it? The Gift of Fear, it's called, uh, which encourages women to trust their intuition when confronted by obviously dangerous men. He used it as a writing exercise and began crafting a 30-minute short story that consisted entirely of a conversation in which a woman continues to ignore mounting red flags. He liked the idea enough that he began to conceptualize an entire story surrounding that conversation. So that conversation is the one that we get between Keith and, and Tess. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. So I thought that was really fascinating. I'm like, that's cool. I like that. Um, 
but yeah, we, we mentioned that the, the title of the film uh, is an anagram of Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you know, I didn't know that. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, and the, while the exterior neighborhood shots were shot in Brightmore of De- Brightmore uh, area of Detroit, the rest of the film was shot in, uh, Sof- uh Sofia, Bulgaria. Mm. So all the interiors and all that was in Bulgaria. But I mean, it makes sense. I could see a naked dickless Georgie giving chase. Right. She basically was. Yeah. She was very much like Georgie. She was like the female Georgie in the remake of Castle Street. She really was. <laughs> Mr. Only Mr. she didn't have monster vagina like <laughs> But yeah, I mean, overall, guys, this is a fantastic fucking movie. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Although we just kind of ruined all the twists. Um, it doesn't so. matter. It's still watch it. Watch it. It's great. Yeah, no, I, I really liked it. I, I think that... Uh, honestly, I don't know if this is going to be the best movie we cover this month. Because I like all the other ones, too, to, to my knowledge. Mm. Um, I haven't seen one of them in a long time but uh it's a good month all the way around i'm just happy with this month mm. but uh well, well i think we'll start wrapping this one up because unfortunately i gotta go to work tonight so we got social media Indeed. we got social media check Boogie us out on <laughs> check us out in the boogeyman's closet on both facebook and instagram maurice handles our x which at i hate Boogie, saying at boogeyman's the <laughs> i fucking hate saying that because then i think of the movie which i love yeah and uh, didn't get voted on this month what the fuck it didn't get a lot of love at all. Like, I was surprised. It only got, like, five votes. I should have fought for X. <laughs> we will we will put X back on the list in another way, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have a Patreon. It's $3 a month for all of our unedited episodes. The higher tiers get you stuff in the mail and uh, birthday picks, stuff like that. We are also part of the Rad Pantheon Network. So check out radpantheon.com and Rad Pantheon on all the socials for other podcasts like this and just a collective of rad musicians, artists, actors, and everywhere in between uh, on the Rad Pantheon. And for anyone that wants to watch our next episode before we ruin the twist, uh, it's going to be episode 194, High Tension. Or Hot Tension. Yeah, hot Tension, which is hot how I first tension. watched it. But all right, guys. So as always, this is Mike saying goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, follow us on Instagram at the Boogeyman's Closet, where you can stay up to date with everything we have planned. Thank you.